Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard. The OSR podcast about stuff. With your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Obed Grognard here. It's a Tuesday. Yes, sir, it is. And it's a cold one, too. Boy, I hope you're all doing well. And today, oh, we're going to talk about too much stuff that the players have. A little bit, anyway. But before then, I've got our Fed who sent me a voicemail. So I'm going to go ahead and let you hear that. Go ahead, our Fed. Hi, Glenn. Arfed here. Just a quick call in just to uh, wish you well with the the play that you're doing at the moment. We haven't heard much about it, so I didn't know if you was going to talk a little bit about it. Um, so, yeah, just wishing you well uh, and break a leg. Uh, and also, while I'm at it, what, where, where did that come from? Where did break a leg come from? I guess if you're in the uh, in the performing arts, you, you might know where that come from. Perhaps you could let us know. Cheers, bye. Thank you very much, Arfit. I appreciate that. Uh, yes, my show I'm doing. I didn't. I didn't elaborate because it's my other life. I want to say my other life. Uh, it's what I do besides cleaning the house and gaming. It's acting, and so in case you guys hadn't realized that before, the show is called "An Empty Plate" at the Cafe de Grand Bouff. And it is at the Carpenter Square Theater in Oklahoma City. Runs for another two weeks as of this recording. And it's a very interesting show. I t- I'm, I'm the lead. And I always get a little frightened about being leads because I tend to be accident prone. When I did a Mice and Men playing Lenny the la- before the last week of the show, I managed to drop a couch on my leg. But I still finished the show. I had to go to the doctor afterwards, and there was a lot of physical therapy and other things and wound wound vacs and things. But I managed to finish the show, and I was was for the same director. And I always like, okay, I hope nothing happens this time because I, t- I she tends to cast me in these shows where I'm like, well, if you're not there, <laughs> we got a problem. So, uh, but so far it's been pretty good and it's been a lot of work. I just, that's why I curtailed all gaming activity until the show opened. Because this show was, it was a lot of lines and it was a lot of work. So, but it was worth it. Got some good reviews already. Yeah, break a leg. I've kind of wondered about that myself. I think I've got a few good ideas uh, I think it dates back to something like the movie 42nd Street, where the lead got, broke her leg at the 
last minute before they premiered and the understudy, the, the star of the movie, they had to go on in their place. I think it was Ruby Keeler or something. I think it dates back to that. It may date back earlier. It's almost a curse, actually. <laughs> but that's that's all I've got as far as a line on that. But thank you, Vince, for asking, Arfit. I appreciate that. Anybody in the area in the next two weeks, hey, uh, go to the box office. You can see me on stage. Oh, boy. Okay. I had a game last night. Had had the Monday game, Astonishing Swordsman, and we just finished up the first module for it. The well, technically the first module for it. I think there was a couple of other ones that were smaller, but this was the first like official major release, the the Ghost Ship of the Desert Dunes, and we just finished that up last night. And the players have a skyship now. I see problems in the future with that, but there's nothing saying I can't fix that. It's just how to fix that. I worry sometimes that I give players too much loot. I'm not trying to be Monty Hall or anything, but this time the module gave it to them. Now, I know I have control over my game and I can scuttle everything and anything, but when you got something like a skyship, which was kind of the focus of the game. Uh, the green diamonds and the mine and things like that. And, you know, but the skyship was one of the, I mean, it was, it was built up in the module to the point where I couldn't say it's not there. Now I could have probably, okay, here's, of course, hindsight is twenty twenty, but maybe I can learn from this. I could have done twists like the skyship was in development. It was halfway built or the skyship was destroyed or the skyship was this or that. They had to fight a giant black widow to get to it first. Plus some giant radioactive ants and a winged ape. So, and also their benefactor who went crazy for exposure to green diamonds. So, you know, it's that too. So they had a lot on their plate and I just felt like, you know, come on. It's like saying, it's like going to a God, you know, where you go to a movie, where's Godzilla? Godzilla's supposed to show up. I came here for Godzilla and I didn't want to do that to them. So now they have a skyship. Now they're going to putter around Hyperborea with a skyship. As long as the green diamonds hold out, because that's what powers it. And, you know, you've only got so many. Plus, it's got a, it's got a laser crossbow in the bow. <laughs> and I, it, it turns out that that's powered by green diamonds, too. And it said every shot of the laser crossbow takes 10 green diamonds. Now, they've got like 1,500 green diamonds. So, they could travel all, a lot of places, but they're going to eventually run out. So I, I'm just going to deal with that. I'm gonna, just going to let him have them for a while, let him tool around. It's not going to affect what we're doing next, although the way I wanted to get him in it might affect it. And so it's just one of those little things. It's not one of those, oh, this is going to be a campaign breaker, but it's one of those things where, hmm, I'm going to have to rethink a few things in the future and take into account they have this for at least the next few sessions. So, 
that's something to think about. And you know, if you've got game breaker, I'm not saying it's a game breaker, but I, if it's if it's something, see, this is the thing. It's not a game breaker, but it's not convenient for me either. So I got to work around it, which I will work around it. I I'm not I'm not one of those DMs is oh it's too powerful I'll just take it away from. I've done that with other things, but I worked them into the story. So if I want to do that, I got to work it into the campaign somewhere. I'm not one to arbitrarily say, "Oh, it stops working one day." And so, in the future, I'm going to have to, like I said, I'm going to have to take that into account. I want to say my bad, but I will also want to say module bad, bad module, bad module. So, <laughs> so. Sometimes, to me, sometimes GMs get stuck with something like that. Have you ever been stuck with something like that, where it's a major thing and you really can't like, like I said, I came, we came here for Godzilla. Where's Godzilla? Where they work it into the story, into the effect that you got to deal with it. And there are ways of dealing with it, but sometimes you just don't want to deal with it. But you got to deal with it anyway. So, uh, you got you guys tell me about that. See if you have any things in your campaign stories or maybe in a module that could possibly mess up your campaign or just like inconvenience you in the campaign. I may be making more of this than it is, but you know, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. And for the time being, they got a skyship. They can tool around wherever they want. It's uh, basically, it's basically Jabba's pleasure barge without a an inside because it's all open. It looks like a skiff without a mast, and so, and also you know, thinking about it, that would endanger not endanger, but I mean, that would give me ideas for like encounters or things like this. People would want to steal this thing. They're traveling, say they're traveling over some nomads who don't know any better. The oh, great sky demon come out of the sky. Let's shoot at it or something like that. Or maybe somebody thinks it's some kind of flying beast that they can eat or something. You know, do it that way. So here, here I go. Now I've got ideas. Hey, there. It's a win-win. How about that? But anyway, you guys want to tell me about it? You want to talk about it? Send me an email at oldmangrogner at gmail.com or drop me a voicemail over an anchor. And we are monetized, of course. 99 cents a month. You can, as little as 99 cents a month, you can support this program. So I'm going to go start my day. And I hope you all have a good day. And until I see you next time, keep the dice warm. And I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.